Hello everyone, my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that are focused on four themes, autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. And we offer our sessions in one of the first of its kind, continuous virtual digital learning environments, allowing parents and children the opportunity to connect from all around the world. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, community, and relationships. Our different social media platforms provide us with an opportunity to have discussions on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education. More precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures in order to enable our children to thrive. If you yourself are especially keen on these topics, we also write thought pieces every other Sunday. We just dropped a thought piece this past Sunday. So definitely be sure to meander over to the website and check out our content. As an alternative, by way of accessing our content, we are available on 10 different podcast platforms. So if it is the case that you are out and about and on the go, definitely take us along with you and listen at leisure. We've provided the links in the description down below. Now, as is the convention, definitely be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you are aware of every time we post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this segment. Let's get into it. Hello everyone and welcome back to another segment here on Project Purpose. For those of you who are new, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness and education on a week by week basis. And this week our topic of discussion is mental health. Now before jumping into today's topic, I wanted to cover a couple of housekeeping items. First and foremost, we are now going live at least twice a month for the foreseeable future. And this month our focus is on acceptance. So we will be having live discussions on our Facebook page. So definitely be sure to tune into our Facebook page if you're looking to participate in these events where we're going to create engagement. We're going to have critical discussions on not only defining and conceptual acceptance but how it should translate in our lives in order for us to drive more meaning and more fulfillment in our lives in the way that we maneuver around this idea of acceptance and all the different ways and contexts by which acceptance itself will translate. Now acceptance is one of the last few topics of 2021. Next month we will be covering closure provided a bird's eye view of the topics that we'll be discussing for the remainder of 2021 and we are going to be dropping the calendar for the topics that we plan on discussing in 2022 very soon. Now, these are paid events. If it is the case that you see yourself participating long-term, then might I suggest our package plan? So we've put together some package plans for you to not only give you access to our live events at a discounted price, but also give you access to the different series and events that we're planning over and above our lives. So we're having workshops, we're having webinars. We have so much planned for 2022 and we're looking forward to seeing you and having you engaged. So be sure to check out the website, take a look at the different plans and see which plan aligns to your 
interests. Now that that's taken care of and on your radar, I wanted to jump into today's topic and today is the topic of emotional expression. And we wanna talk about emotional expression because emotions are very much tied to our mental health or sense of mental health and also the way that we evaluate and assess someone else's health because our emotions are a gateway into having a better sense of, of who we are and how we feel in terms of our baseline, in terms of our mental health at present. And it's also how we assess and evaluate the mental health of those around us. What makes the topic of emotional expression interesting is that oftentimes we simplify the level of complexity that is inherent in emotional expression and we simplify it not recognizing that often it is the case that when we ourselves are being expressive and when we are expressing emotions there's a lot of different layers of complexity that go into what emotion that we express what emotions we internalize or we withhold we sometimes don't recognize that when other people are expressing their emotions and are showing up in certain ways that those layers of complexity exist in in that form of expression as well. And what I want to really hone in on as we talk about emotional expression is just the way that our behaviors stand to impact us and those around us. When we think about expression and the difference between what we intend by way of what we express and how our emotional expressions are perceived by those around us and the layers of complexity between those two ideas as well. So the intention that we have when we express a given emotion and the perception people take in and oftentimes the gap that exists between between what we intended and what was perceived. So how that person interpreted our emotional expression different or aligned to what it was that we were hoping that they would take away from it. Now it's important to recognize that as we grow up with every interaction, with every experience, we develop an unconscious bias towards specific emotions. We feel safer with the expression of certain emotions and there are other emotions, there's the same bias, but that bias is about you know vulnerability. So we kind of assign these two attributes to the different emotions that we express and some emotions we feel safe expressing those emotions we feel like we're well hidden behind those emotions and that's why we use them as a gateway whereas other emotions we stay clear from them because we feel much more vulnerable much more exposed when we are expressing with those specific emotions but what we recognize is that for each of us it's different so each of us based on our experiences based on the cultures that we are exposed to the mix of emotions that we feel safe. So the gateway emotions where we're like, okay, well, you know, this emotion, I feel safe expressing myself through this emotion, hoping that they'll interpret what it is that you're actually feeling behind that gateway emotion in relation to the emotions where we feel very vulnerable, we feel very exposed. So that mix of emotions is going to differ for each individual. And it's going to differ for each individual because as much as our emotions and the judgments and the perceptions that we have of each emotion is culturally informed, culture has different layers. So there's the culture by way of a larger collective society culture, there's the culture within our families, and the culture that we develop just with our own identities. And one thing that we do quite often is we assume that everyone has the same emotional mix for, you know, gateway emotions where we feel safe expressing those emotions as we do. And everyone has sort of the same mix for emotions that make them feel vulnerable or that make them feel exposed as we do. And this simply isn't the case. And, and this is why I want to talk about emotional expression, because when we think about intention or perception, an aspect of that that we sometimes don't consider is that if I am looking to influence your perception, then that brings us back to the point, the, the point between intention and perception. And we need to think about how often it is the case that when we are being emotionally expressive, if we're being emotionally expressive with the intent of 
communicating how we really feel or with the intent of being sure that they're perceiving the emotion a specific way. So there is strategy behind emotional expression and we all often call it that. But if I use an example, like for aggression, we have different types of aggression. There's hostile aggression and there's instrumental aggression. And typically, depending on where you land on that emotional intelligence spectrum, you can leverage aggression as an instrument. So you see that you have much more influence, much more sway, even if it's not translating in the best or the most healthiest of ways if you leverage aggression as an instrument. But for those of us who've been conditioned where we think that aggression is really just not a desirable trait, then maybe what we'll do is we'll use emotional outbursts. We'll use tears as a form of instrumental emotion, right? So I think that when we think about emotional expression, we think about what other peoples are expressing themselves emotionally, there's two things that we need to take in consideration. One, that person's emotional intelligence so our sense of their emotional intelligence and not in a way that where we're being judgmental but in a way where we're assessing well you know how much mastery that this person have over their emotions is the way that they're showing up in alignment with my sense of their emotional mastery like what's this person's impulse control like and if we have a sense of that we have a sense as to whether or not those emotions are being used instrumentally or if whether or not that person is really in the sway of those emotions and when I think about emotional expression I think this is often an area that we are less well-versed in. We're less well-versed in assessing of whether or not someone's showing up emotionally in a specific way is showing up instrumentally, so with the intention to, to persuade and to influence our choices in one way or another, or whether they're showing up truly, you know, sort of embodying that emotion. And when we think about ourselves and the way that we show up emotionally and the mix of emotions that we feel are gateway emotions where we're well hidden behind those emotions and because we feel well hidden behind those emotions we can use those emotions instrumentally so we can use those emotions in order to influence and manipulate perception or further or not when we have a certain other mix of emotions that are activated where you know we're very vulnerable we feel very exposed so it's not about instrument it's really just about expression and it's not about leveraging that emotional expression for gain and I, I want to talk about this because I think we are always making assumptions about one another based on the ways that we show up in different spaces emotionally. And I think that in order to enable ourselves to be more attuned, more attuned to intent and less impressionable, we need to just recognize that emotions are not simple, right? Emotional expression isn't simple. It's very complex. There's so many different layers that go into emotional expression. And a lot of the times we talk about performative emotions and we attribute, you know, you know, people are per performative in the way that they're, they display emotions. And Everyone can be and is to some degree performative with the emotions that they leverage, especially if they're being emotional in a public space, because that's part of our conditioning. That's part of what living in a collective is about. It's just when we're caught off guard, it really just means that we've not honed in on the critical thinking skills that are required to get a sense as to whether or not these people who we're engaging with, who we're trying to support maybe, or we're, we're trying to kind of navigate solutions with are using those emotions instrumentally. So leveraging that emotional mix in order to gain something over you or whether or not you know they're really being vulnerable and emotional in those emotions and we also need to realize that we can't project ourselves so the emotions that we feel vulnerable and exposed in aren't going to be the same for everyone around us there are emotions that we broadly assume are very vulnerable like we would only ever express those emotions if we were in a state of real vulnerability and feeling very fragile but that's not the case for everyone for another individual that could be the emotional mix that they feel like they can hide behind 
feeling that emotional mix. And as a result of that is sort of the instrumental emotions that they're using in order to be able to sway and influence and persuade people to their own agenda. Now, I wanted to talk about this because I think that it, it helps us to respond emotionally and cerebrally to the emotions of others. I think it helps us to be more constructive. It helps us also to be more grounded in the way that we respond to the emotions of those around us. And I think when it comes to our mental health, a lot of the times our mental health is on a strain as we are looking to seek ways to support or to align ourselves to the emotional expressions of those around us, never recognizing or maybe not realizing that, that sometimes it warrants taking that extra step to, to take a step back, to think about, you know, the emotional mix that we typically would attribute to feeling safe behind, like the emotions where we feel like we're well hidden, well protected through the display of specific emotions and which emotions we feel vulnerable and exposed behind and of whether or not that is the case for the people who are in front of us. Another point that I think that we need to be more mindful of is emotional intelligence. We need to think about someone's depth and degree of emotional intelligence as we think about the way that they are showing up emotionally, the way that we plan on responding in relation to the emotion that they're showing up in and not just bending to the requests that are made emotionally. And I think with mental health, mental health is something that plays into both hemispheres. It plays into our emotional selves and our cerebral selves. But sometimes we feel guilty or we feel like we're being judgmental if we're leveraging our cerebral selves to get a sense of our emotional selves or we're leveraging both our cerebral and emotional selves to get a sense of someone else's cerebral and emotional self. And I think that when we're looking to not only safeguard our mental health, but protect and support the mental health of those around us, we need to think about emotional expression as a toolkit. We need to recognize that emotional expression is complex. There are layers and layers to emotional expression. I think I might make this a series and delve more deeply into it. But my intention for this video is really to put it on your radar that there is a, a difference or is a distance between our intention when we are expressing emotion and the way that other people are perceiving it. And you always want to ensure that you're getting a sense or you're looking for the intention and that's playing into the way that you're perceiving and then later on responding to the emotional displays that are in front of you because we never want to feel caught or trapped in an emotional expression that's really that's really an instrumental expression of those emotions thereby us being manipulated by those emotions and never recognizing that emotions can be used in a way where you know it's really just about influence and persuasion and less about true vulnerability and feeling like I really do need emotional support. And I think that that's really important. I think it's important for us to recognize that in ourselves, like in a sense of our emotional mix, what, what of the two categories we fit which emotions in and recognize that everyone comes with their mix, like their mix of emotions where they feel safe and being emotional in this way, or whether or not they feel vulnerable and being emotional in, in a different way and, and knowing that each of us show up differently. This is a very high level discussion. I think that it's really important. I think it's important as we form relationships, as we decide which relationships we nurture, which relationships we maybe create distance from. We think about emotional expression. We think about the ways that people show up emotionally. We think about the ways that we feel with different styles of emotional expression. And I we will do a second video on how we respond to different emotional expressions that, that show up in different contexts because, you know, the way that we would respond to someone's display of emotion in a personal setting is very different from any professional setting. It's very different from any social setting. And I think that we need to develop just a critical thinking kit 
and we could develop a, a way to be cerebral to maintain ourselves in the face of an emotional expression that's maybe throwing us off and we also need to cultivate just a deeper awareness of the fact that sometimes throwing us off is the intention behind those emotions and not necessarily just someone seeking for support and we need to develop a sense of how we respond in either case or how we get a sense of the best way to position ourselves in order to respond with the best of intentions with our best foot forward with without necessarily leaving us exposed to ma manipulation or being unaware of what's really actually happening behind the scenes. So this is sort of the gateway of the conversation. This is sort of the high level. I wanted to kind of just put it on your radar and have you think about it. And maybe as an exercise, go on your own, think about your emotional mix. So which of the emotions do you feel safe behind where you're expressing that emotion, but how you really feel is well hidden behind that emotional expression. And then which emotions, will, like when you're expressing those emotions, you really do feel very vulnerable you feel very exposed and what are sort of the triggers that will create the need to respond instrumentally so using emotions as an instrument to kind of be persuasive and to and to influence perception and, and which emotions are very much like the intention and the perception are the same. So I think it's important that we think about this, we recognize that it's not always aligned, they're not always connected and just putting it on your radar so that you can start to think critically and be cerebral in the way that you manage your emotions in the face of the emotions of others and think about what the best possible response might so that's this conversation. I hope that it was interesting. I hope you learned something different and give it a try. Try it out whether in your social networks, your professional networks, give it a go and, and send me a note in the comments. Uh, all in all, that's our video today on mental health. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something new and I will see you in the next video. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.